Good evening and welcome to another episode of Bar Study, where we discuss love, love, I'm your host, Shade Walker, a 3L at CUNY Law, and I'm accompanied by my lovely co-host, Shaniqua Parker, also known as Sha, also a 3L at CUNY School of Law. Alright, let's get into this motherfucking episode, y'all. This, uh, we are talking about, um, you know, this is our Valentine's Day special. We really want to dig into, like, the ideology of monogamy, polyamory, um, and we are going to be focusing um, mostly on polyamory um, for this episode. Now, um, I have some definitions, because, you know, I love to start things off with a motherfucking definition. Wait, wait, let's just say that nobody here is is an expert on this right that's which is why i had to google it because and and google told me what this shit was because i think that people kind of use like polyamory and polygamy like interchangeably and don't and they're not there's a big the big difference is marriage right so poly one's illegal the other's not exactly so (laughs) being love law and libations (laughs) let's just put that out there Polygamy is illegal, except for wherever them people live in the middle of America, like Utah. I'm sorry, is that is this legal advice? Because I don't think you're qualified to give it. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> no, this is this is anybody can Google that polygamy is illegal. I was just, yeah. I was just curious. Yeah, it's not legal advice. <laughs> this is Google University. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's basically polygamy is the practice uh, or custom of having more than one wife or husband at a time and then polyamory which we're focusing on tonight is the practice of engaging in multiple romantic or sexual doesn't always have to be sexual relationships um it is a form of ethical non-monogamy as Shaw likes to put it (laughs) yes Um, everybody knows right exactly you have to have consent from everybody involved um that's typically what that is and then monogamy you know which is the status quo um which is just you know two people being together exclusively you know in a relationship it's um, the same term for having multiple husbands as it is for having multiple wives it's yeah. also called polygamy no i think it's called something else for for women right it's called something else i think it's called something else when it's women oh. is it i didn't know that okay let's google it <laughs> hey google What's polygamy for women? I'm about to log into my University of Phoenix online account real quick. Ask a <laughs> Oh, no, it's the same. It says it's the multiple spouses. Yeah. Polyandry is the specific type of polygamy that refers to women having multiple polygamy. Thank you. Okay. See, Google didn't give me it, so look at that. Sorry. University of Phoenix, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, let's talk about it. I mean, I'll, let's just raise our hands and I guess kind of say what team you're on or advocating for. Or um, if you don't know, like, I mean, I'm down for monogamy. I'm an only child. I don't mm-hmm. play with well with others. I'd, I'd like to fucking share my toys, bitch, let alone my man. Like, I'll fight you over Barbie. So what the fuck you think I'm going to do about Ken, okay? <laughs> Anybody? Me, know? I'm open. To what? So I'm more of a, like, um, I'm more polyamorous. That's only from experience. And I feel like monogamy is just not our norm and so this is why you constantly have 
all of these, you cheated on me and all this other stuff and, and entire relationship coaches and experts literally tell you how to stop somebody from cheating on you. You can't stop what's inherent in someone to spread their seed. So I'm not going to fight nature. I'm just going to be like, if you want to have multiple lovers, I mean, you ain't giving me all I need anyway. So it is what it is. So yeah, I'm more of the polyamorous. Also because I'm greedy and I expect all that I want. And you should get all that you want. Like, Thank you. Get what makes you happy. You should have it too. Even if that means multiple people. Because everybody's not going to give you what you need. But enough about me. What is everybody else at? Yeah, I want to say I want to hear your take on it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm team monogamy. I'm too jealous. <laughs> okay, so you got a jealous streak in you. I mean, yeah, like I I don't know. I can't I can't take it. I can't take. Yeah, I can't take it. Like, I wouldn't be able to take it. The thought of somebody else like the, your partner. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't take the emotion. I think it's more the emotional part of it that that would that would kill me like but i feel like you're speaking from the perspective of somebody else who's engaging like what about you engaging in yourself me if it was me myself not no um mm -mm. i can't i've i i have talked to two people at once but i always end up going just picking one person so it doesn't that doesn't last this is a safe space i don't know if we uh told you that but this is a safe space so you can be all the way honest <laughs> I am here all the way honest. Cherry tonight. It's your first time. <laughs> no, I'm being honest. I swear. Like I've I've dealt I mean, when you're in the dating phase, most people don't just talk to one person. You you talk to multiple people, but I always end up choosing one and I'm fine with one. Like I'm okay with being with one person forever. Like I don't care to have somebody else. I feel like it's drama. I feel like it's extra baggage, like I said, emotionally. Um, your definition, I think people like, what is it, poly polygamy? Yeah, polyamory. 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 Okay, thank you. <laughs> I feel like with polyamory, it's more of a physical, it's more of the sexual thing. Like, I feel, that's what I feel like, it's a sexual thing. But emotionally, like, why deal with everybody's emotions? I, I know I can't, I can't deal with too many emotions at once. That was me. That was honestly me. Like for a minute, like I remember we had this conversation, Shadi. I was like, I don't know. I don't have the patience to try to learn somebody new and, you know, go through the process when you're dating and you got to learn what this person likes. So you start to change yourself to try, like you don't realize it, but you start to try to mesh with this person after a while. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you lose yourself a little bit. And I think I got to the point where I'm happy with who I am and I don't want to change who I am. And I would prefer to have somebody that compliments me not necessarily. I feel like I'm complete. Like there's some things that I'm missing, but I can't be everything. I can't be the yin and the yang. So I would rather have somebody that compliments me and someone is not going to be able to compliment all that's me. And then me being me, I get in my moods. I don't want to be around people sometimes. And so when you in a monogamous relationship, especially with someone who's not like you, for example, somebody who likes a lot of PDA, who likes to be underneath their partner. And I'm like, nah, homie, I see you for four days now. Go see your mom or your homies or something. I'm tired. Like, that's the kind of person I am. Someone's not going to be able to deal with that. That's probably going to lead somebody to go cheat because I'm not being available to them for those however many days I'm in my mood. I don't know. I think this is a tough situation. I think that I'm conflicted because I, I respect the history and tradition of monogamy, right? But I also understand, like, it places a lot on one person to be everything to complete you for the rest of your motherfucking life. 
Yeah. But polyamory, like that's a lot of investment in yourself on everybody else and taking all of their energy also, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I feel like you're just depleting yourself and not giving entirely yourself to any any one of them then. I think is when it's like, so when you have the conversation, so it was a time where I was, I had an open relationship and it was understand because at the time there was a lot going on. It was a time like we enjoyed being around each other. We were monogamous at the time, but life was pulling us in different directions. And as much as people like to say, oh no, I'm in a committed relationship. If somebody's throwing gush at you and gush could be penis, vagina, whatever in between. If somebody's throwing gush at you consistently and you feel that that sexual attraction is usually the sexual attraction that starts something for someone to cheat and it right. ends up being emotional. Right. So you're right, it is sometimes the sexual, but then it ends up being emotional because people tend to confuse sex with love. Too often. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I feel like people, no matter the kind of relationship you choose to participate in, um, I feel like sex is a big part initially of the relationship right it's especially when it's like new but if you remove the sex from the relationship can you actually get along with this person can you mm-hmm. talk to this person can you you know um do you like being around them if it's not about the sex so um i don't know i feel like you know like i said i'm team monogamy um but i feel like there's a lot of misconceptions about polyamory um it is and they just out here fucking everybody is one big yeah, orgy it's not it's really it's not. like an excuse right like people use it as an excuse to be like it's not cheating i'm in an open polyamorous relationship i mean you but, swinging loyalty, is but you one don't of, want the accountability but swinging is one type of being polyamorous and that includes some monogamous like they're committed to each other but they play you see mm-hmm. what i'm saying so in that mm-hmm. it ends up being a sexual aspect y'all go out there have sex with other people but that's your wife Right. And, and I get that. I get that. Which is why, like Sade says, like this is where, where all parties consent. Is it where they're mm-hmm. consenting or is it when one party gives you permission to do it? Because they don't want to let you go anyway. And that's the shit that I have a problem with. Right. Like you're not really? you're not consenting to participating. You're you're just letting me do it because you don't want me to be unhappy and cheat on you anyway. Yeah, yeah I feel like it's something wrong with that. Yeah, it's like giving a hall pass because it's like you give you give out a pass, but you're not using the facilities, right? You're giving somebody a pass, you're letting them go and do what they want, and the hope is that they're supposed to come back to class. You feel me? And I feel like right, but that's, right, that's, that's, that's right. a good analogy. well, come back to class and give the pass back. In the bathroom, I know, right? <laughs> I was having a conversation with my barber the other day, and he was talking about like having a possible open relationship with his girl. The only way that he would be okay with it is if he was engaging in an open relationship with other women and if she was engaging in open relationships with other women also. So she's not also allowed to part of that is open. So she's not allowed to be with other men, only other women. So that's not an open relationship. He's selfish. Mm-hmm. Not unless that's what she's so open to. Not that, that if she's not open to that, then it's not fair. That's the thing. It gotta be, it has to be open communication. Like everyone has to be able to say, this is what I need. And is this concession, you know, we learned this in law sam. It's the negotiation of it all because you have to give up something and you have to be able to compromise. And so you have to be able to have that open communication and understand each other. And it doesn't work for everybody. That's why there's so many misconceptions because it's not actually like Mitchell said, true. If one person just say, okay, we're in an open relationship because you don't want to lose this person. If the reality is that you're monogamous, tell the person like, I don't think that's going to work for me because 
you know, I can't be sharing you. That's I, Isn't I that the whole point that. of polyamory, though, where you don't have to concede anything? Where there isn't a concession, where I get what I want and I will get everything that I want. No, but there's always a discussion as to where boundaries, there's boundaries in all relationships. And part of that is there's still boundaries between the relationship, though. For example, you could have, you could be in a relationship with somebody that's your main person. So what you do with that person, for example, you may live with that person. You won't live with anybody else you may be dating or that's in your polyamory relationships. Mm-hmm. It may be something like you go on vacation with this one person, but you don't go on vacation. It's certain things, it ends up being emotional aspects. You won't yeah. share certain emotional aspects of yourself with the other people. So it is a, it's a complicated but, thing and you got to be mature about it. Acknowledge the fact that there are levels to it. It's no, not going to be the it same. It is. There's levels to it too. Body. Yeah, makes sense. Because it works for Gen Z. They out here being all polyamorous, living up together as roommates. They making it work for them because, but you know, we a little older. We, we Ooh, Emotion gets involved. Gen Z. Gen Z. Yes, my homeless daughter's people. separation should be out here loving each other. They don't care. Pay your rent. And loving each other. I'm not even mad as long as somebody. But if you don't right. pay your rent. But why are you calling? It? Loving each other, couch hopping and dick hopping. It is what it is. But why are you calling Gen Z homeless? No, I wasn't calling well, them. That's homeless. what I heard. I said it was paying rent. Oh. <laughs> he was calling them homeless. I said now he has roommates loving each other, paying rent. You know, doing the thing. They're making it work for them. I think it's just us. Our, our generation is so pushed in on that whole monogamy and a a relationship is a husband and a wife or two individuals and no one else and you know you can't keep a man it's not my job to keep that nigga that's his job you gotta want to be kept you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying i'm not finna try to hold nobody that don't want to stay and that's i mean listen my upbringing plays a lot into this too like like the religious aspect of like the sanctity of marriage and like how that's like at the pedestal of like everything that's holy with respect to unions and in that relationship it's just two fucking people that is it i agree because i feel like for me right as a monogamous person like how does that work right like say you are in this polyamorous relationship right why are you putting quotes to no, because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but like okay, you are. Say, say you're in this relationship, right? And there's a child, you have children, right? How do you explain that to the kid? Because you know, the kid is being taught in school. I have a mommy and I have a daddy. People are up in arms when kids got two daddies and two mommies. So you trying to tell me you got two mommies and a daddy? You got two daddies yes. and a mommy? Like, yes. oh, there's people living their whole life and the kids know. Or, or, or what if you? What if it's a couple? Especially this is. Let's be more specific. It's a couple, okay? Say you know you have a child together, and then you introduce a third. What the fuck is the child gonna think? Like, who the so, fuck is that? Who the fuck is you know, that? I work from home, right? And so being out of work from home, I watch a lot of Wendy and The Real because, I, you know, I'm working from home. And they actually discussed this. So there's this, it was, there's this throuple out in California. Um, and so there's a couple, they have a child. It's a husband and a wife. And they have this third, which is a non, there's nothing romantic. This is what's odd about it. It's like really nothing romantic with this, this male, but he's the second father in a sense. He adopted the child legally and everything. And the weird thing, so the, the child has biological parents, and now he has a le- now she has a second legal father. 
And so Lonnie, they always like, how do you explain to the kid? And Lonnie was like, they've been explained to the child. It's like, you have two daddies who love you. Um, it's not that kind of relationship, but if something were to happen to us, you have another parent. So that's how they explained it to the child. As far as getting into the romantic aspect of it, I would save that for the child until they're 16 or they catch you boning. Before I, before that, don't have a conversation with the child about the romantic aspect. Just let them know, you know, it takes a village to raise a child and this is our village. That's all I can say. And also, say. like, why, why does it matter that... Why do you have to be able to explain your relationship with anybody to anybody else? What if you can't explain it? It just is what it is. Okay, but it's a child. A child is in the home witnessing stuff like that. Like, for example, you know, I'm dating a man who has children. And so when they see Jim and I display affection to one another, they naturally want to be part of that affection. They naturally want to have a, they, they want to hug too. Oh, I want to hug. They'll see us hugging. And they want to get a hug too, you know, and, and, or they'll ask questions like, when are you guys going to get married? Or, you know, they, they ask questions because they like us together. They like, they obviously like the affection that we display. Um, and they have questions about it. Like the little kids be like, daddy, when you finna marry her, you said that you was gonna marry her in two years when y'all graduate. And it's been like, they be counting the shit down. Like y'all getting married. It sounds like you changed them well. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> rush to it. Like Angelina and Brad did. Cause when they asked why did y'all finally get married? Cause the kids wanted it. Do it cause you want to. Do right, it cause you want to. have notions. Right? I don't know if she's saying you're like Angelina or Brad though, but like you're training them well. Shout out proud of you. Shut up. And they talk to me about like the wedding, like you know what they want to. They have plans. They they like, talk about what they want to wear, like the flower girl. They they. And know. how does Jim respond? Um, Jim says, "Yeah, when we when when me and Shade graduate, we'll get there." He says, "We'll get there." And then they say, "You're gonna be my stepmommy." They say, "Um, when are you gonna have a baby?" They does he specify? Graduate from where? LLM. <laughs> University from, of Phoenix Doctorate School? From law school. When we graduate like from law school, that's what he said. Because I mean, like, a dude is a dude. If he says when we graduate, but he doesn't specify from where, you ask the fuck out. <laughs> no, nah, well, not like that. They got him. <laughs> I don't think Jimmy's that kind of guy because when he, I feel like he's a man with a plan. And when he say what he say, mm -hmm. he does it. Like, I said, you know, where's my clothes going to go? Like, and this house is a little small like and now we in a bigger one <laughs> so i still don't fucking know where the fuck my clothes gonna go because i really think <laughs> on the floor in the corner i don't think i don't think you grasp like how much fucking clothes and shit i have so yeah but you only got that one cute shirt and that one cute <laughs> <laughs> you know what remembers every fucking thing i can't tell mitchell shit bruh <laughs> So we we want to know your opinion on this shit. How how you feeling? Cause you on my side. You we you, what's this team? I don't think she is though. I think I think she's all in her like her personal space right now, and uh, I think you need to expand that. Yeah, yeah. I kind of you know kind of why, but uh, like don't yeah. don't take the perspective of somebody else. If I had to choose, I prefer to be in a monogamous relationship. I don't. Why? I'm not into that. You could be in a monogamous just, relationship like said, on a daily basis with somebody different. No. No, no, no. I just day. like I for for me, no. I I just for me, I like to be just with one person. I don't really have I just do. I like being with one person. I've been like I said before, we I've been in stages of my life where I've talked to different people at once and 
Um, to me, it's stressful. You got to keep remembering things because I don't have the patience. Um, I feel like people have different things that they like, different ways that they have different ways. And um, I don't have the patience for it. I don't. I don't have the patience for it. Um, I feel like one person has enough baggage. I can't deal I with saying, two or three or four people. If you're just honest with people, like you don't really have to remember anything. It's just. <laughs> but I feel like I've I feel like I've been there. I feel like when I broke up with my first child's father, um, I kind of was going back and forth. I'm not gonna lie. Like I remember telling him that we I was sitting on his bed and then he wanted to get back with me, and then he was like, "Well, can we be together?" I said, "Yeah, we could be together." And then he was like, "And I was like, yeah, but I'm gonna still talk to such and such, such and such person too." And he was so fucked up over it. He was like, oh my God, how could you say that to me? It's so wrong. And like, I tried to get permission. I tried, but he wasn't nah. having it. And, and, that, and that's where I you just, fucked up. Well, no, because I don't know. It wasn't something that we were all going to be a couple. It was just me having the ability to talk to two people at once. And um, could I deal with, like, what I was telling Sade, I can't have my girlfriend and my boyfriend, especially if we were in it together and I'm at work and y'all think y'all gonna be having sex while I'm at work. Like, no, the show don't start till I get home. Like everything has to happen when I'm around. I can't, I just can't. That that I can't accept. I respect people that, that was me. That was me. I was like, yeah, I don't like this. Cause I don't you know. know what y'all doing when I'm at work. And right. then, yeah. And then after a while I was like, you know what? I can't even control what these things are doing when I'm not. When I'm you can't exactly, and then it's like I gotta either trust them or I gotta say I'm not down with this, and or encourage them. I was like, you know what? It's not practice. you. I'll trust. I'll trust this bitch. So this isn't gonna work. Like I had to. Ex- she had to leave. I don't know. Yo, yo, you I'm have ulterior motives, and then that's the bigger issue. So and women are naturally her. competitive. N- women are naturally competitive. Like I've heard yes. too many stories of. Uh, these three-way relate relationships and women are naturally competitive like shit I'm gonna be honest I'm like that too like I'm there's another bitch in the house I'm gonna I want to be I want to outdress her I want to outfuck her like I want her to know bitch stay in your lane good and how energy. is that no that but, same like, motherfucking energy. but then she might out be feeling dress, the same out way out suck <laughs> out all that like I'm, let me see I'm let me see me. let me see <laughs> I I'm just think for me at that time the situation was because I didn't necessarily know that person like that like she was just a chosen person between the two of us because we didn't know her but we both it was the attraction and I was like I don't know this bitch ulterior motives but then again I was young I couldn't tr- I didn't have the communication skills I have now and so that was part of the issue it's like I didn't know how to communicate what I needed out of that to be a trustworthy situation. And then I also came to realize, uh-uh, I don't need my people to be connected. We're not going to combine stuff. We'll keep these shit separate. So yes, I would prefer to keep my people separate. There would be no combine. I mean, if she had a better credit score, though, I'd be like, come on through. Now, mm-hmm. we need to keep ourselves separate. There would be no combining. There would be no trouble. None of that ish. None of us going on vacation, the three of us together. No, I am with you for what I'm with you for, and I'm with you for what I'm with you for. But you know that I'm with the two of you for whatever reason that's you how said this I was you when you were younger or this is you now this is me now because younger i tried to combine it and realize that you get you can't combine it because you can't control how other people react you can't control other people's ulterior motives and you damn sure can't control how people may catch feelings no what you wouldn't want them to know each other interact involved engage with each other 
you have definitive definitive limits, I guess. So that's cool. Yeah, I have boundaries. So are these are these two people allowed to talk to other people? Oh, of course, yeah, just not to each just, other. Makes sense. <laughs> talk to each other, just not to circle. each other. Yeah, yeah. Because so you just wanted to be like, you know, I have trust in you. I want you to have trust in me. Yes. But just like, let me do my thing and let you do your thing. That's how I'm going to just say Players Club. Players Club teaches everyone a lesson. There is lessons in Players Club, okay? What are the main lessons? Not only is it it be those closest to you, it be that you can't control people's feelings. And when you start getting involved with these little threesomes, people may get feelings that weren't there before. Mm -hmm. And then people start acting stupid. And people let their feelings go out there and all that communication stuff you had goes out the window. So and they just ask you, what's up, new yeah, booty? So I would prefer it because then that ends up that's that's a double keep in mind that's a double hurt because these people have now fell in love and excluded you out of the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so thought, find your other people. Don't don't find my person. I, I thought you was gonna say the lesson from Players Club was you gotta use what you got to get that's another there's tons of lessons in Players Club, girl. That is the Bible. For us, okay? That's why I referred you. That's, you got to make the money. Don't let the money make you. <laughs> Where the money reside. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so I think I think also like men in general just are not emotionally intelligent enough to handle situations involving polyamory. And when they say they are, they're lying. Mm-hmm. Flat out. Talk about like lacking communication skills. I I definitely remember um the to Tisha's point when she said earlier like trying to out fuck out suck. I remember when I was the guest star for one night for one night. Oh only. my goodness! <laughs> it was one night only, baby. And I remember like the girl. She was like, "Well, can I suck my man's dick now?" And I was like, <laughs> "My bad." <laughs> But I definitely, no. but I definitely drew the line because, like, I remember like going to the living room or whatever, and I let them, you know, I let them go to sleep, you know, in their bed, and I went to the living room, and I remember like, also I snore like loud, so <laughs> I need to be alone, <laughs> and so I remember like him trying to come follow me in the living room and smacking on my booty trying to get some. I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. Like that, I'm not gonna do. Like, if she's not going to be um, part of it, then I just felt, I just don't want to cause no trouble. You feel me? Like, I, like she's in the room sleeping. I'm in the living room. And I just see this not ending well. And also, I'm in their house in the middle of the night. You feel me? I'm not trying to, you know, be stabbed or some shit like that in my sleep. You know what I mean? I just, I just didn't. And wow. also, she was a friend of mine, too. You know, she was a friend. And she invited me into, you know, um, her home and into her bedroom so I didn't want to disrespect her too and I just felt like me and him engaging in something leaving her out I felt that that was um, disrespectful so I didn't want to do it was it. disrespectful to y'all for her to sleep come on she <laughs> went to sleep <laughs> but uh, I, mean, I mean I don't know I just it's not for me like I said you know um I Let also, me ask you, why, why did you say monogamy is not natural? Is that what you said? Like, it's not a natural... Me? Yeah, do I don't think it's natural. I, yeah, Shaw said it, and I kind of... I kind of have heard this argument before. I'm not saying that I necessarily agree with it, but it's a, it is a logical argument which some people do raise. 
Shy, you want to speak on yours first? <laughs> so my issue, well, one is from experience and two, looking at it from like a science perspective. Um, I just don't think that we're set up for that. If the goal for us to populate, just look, we, we, it takes nine months for us to birth a child. And the old hood saying is mommy's baby, daddy's maybe, because there's no guarantee that that is that man's child without DNA. You could be married to him. And although the Lord says by default, that's your child. Genetically, you may not be sure. And so there's, there's always that part of it. And it's just like, I feel like the urge is to just go out there and do whatever. And plus, let's be real. How many times if a good looking person rolls up and is trying to give you the goods that you're going to turn it down? If the attraction I turn, is there. Yeah. I'll turn it down. I definitely okay, turn it down. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'll turn that shit down real quick. Yeah. And how likely is it that a man would do so? I mean, this times I've cheated because it was a good looking man. I'm not gonna lie, I've cheated. Um, I fucked up, and I mean, other times it wasn't a fuck up. It was it was really earned. I'm not gonna lie, it was earned. But still, you know, it happens, and I think a lot of times with we force ourselves and we'd be so disappointed when someone cheats on you. And then we take that response. Oh my God, they cheated on me. Oh my God, I can't keep it. Man, what did I do? Why am I not? It's not you. Yeah, you that, It's not you. That person made a conscious decision to jump in that pussy or hop on that dick. They was not thinking about you. Nobody put a gun to their head. They were not concerned about your feelings. And even if they do make it about you, that's them deflected. It was their decision to cheat on you. And so to force them and make and go through all this, it's like now we're put into the situation where we're expecting something that's not natural, that's evident by all these kids with different daddies, by all these, all of these guys with different kids, or some guys was like, oh, I didn't even know. Or the point I was just watching Snap to um a paternity test woman, 30 years old, and thought this man was her father, found out he wasn't her father, and it was the neighbor. And the man had watched her grow up and everything. He had his own family next door. So the issue I'm saying is that people cheat, is that we we just expect for it not to happen. But logic shows us that it's not the exception. Cheating have is very common, extremely common. So while extremely common, it, but they also go back to that one person who they cheat on, which mm. kind of like I mean, reinforces the idea. You could love someone right? to death. You could love someone to death, but that's not going to stop you from cheating on them. But. I mean, I don't know. I see it both ways. So I agree with you, Shaw. Like, you know, some people say it's not natural. They say, like, you know, it's a very Western or a white man's notion of, you know, romanticism and, and pushing that on us. And they say different civilizations and cultures don't necessarily um, haven't always practiced that, you know, especially like if you look at like African culture. Uh, I know, for example, like in Nigeria, um, I remember reading this book um, and I think it's called The Bride Price and it was about like the Igbo tribe and I think they had like if if the husband dies then it's the his brother will take mm -hmm. his wife and take those children in because he doesn't want his brother's children to grow up without a father he's automatically going to step in and you know uh, and you know if you look at like the you know, Jewish uh, tradition also Right, and you just mm. and, um, even even on Bridgerton, remember what happened when homegirl no. Maria, I think the uh, the, no, young, the black remember. girl, the black girl who was pregnant and her husband died in the war. The oh, the brother took it. The brother was like, "I got you. Like this is this is my nephew or niece or nephew that you pregnant with. I got you." 
Um, you know, it's just, you know, just stepping up, taking on that responsibility. And it's just other cultures, like, you know, in Muslim culture, like, you know, you can have multiple wives. Did you say um, step it up and take that responsibility? But did the woman want that to happen? I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. She didn't, like, in Bridgerton, she didn't want that to happen. But mm-hmm. think about it. If you're, if you, certain cultures, certain civilization, um, the women don't work. So who's going to take care of her? Who's going to take care of her kids? So while she might not necessarily want it romantically for her heart, it is the best thing for her and for her children, status-wise. See, um, but it's still not natural. It's out of survival and necessity. And so we confuse survival and necessity because if y'all pushing this institution of marriage, which this America does and has always, because at first it was a business transaction. When you marry somebody, she came with a dowry. You married her, you got her land. It helped bring it. You had to continue your name and you wanted her to have heirs. It was always a business thing. And then we sit there and think that that's what love is if you with some one person. It was survival. Like, that's what y'all push on us. It's not necessarily, and I guarantee you she love that man. She loved the barn hand and she can't have him because he a barn hand. <laughs> but- it's more than survival though, isn't it? Because they were surviving beforehand, but marrying somebody who's going to be elevating their status that's thriving. That's the next level. Well, yeah, yeah, baby. But I mean, once he like, got civilized, now we getting married for not love anymore, for money. And again, I'm, survival because you don't want to be poor. You don't want to be poor back then. Come on, son. That was, you, you, <laughs> you did not want to be poor back then. Look at Matt. Look what she went through so they wouldn't be poor. They was trying to marry off the poor girls. Look at that. Just marry off the poor girls. But I, I mean, I don't know. For me, I just. I like the idea of marriage. I like the idea of being a wife, being a mother, mm-hmm. having that sense mm-hmm. of security, having my husband. Because, you know, also it's what's been taught to me. It's what mm-hmm. I've been taught and I've been indoctrinated and I've been told that this is what it is. And I'm not going to front. I want that motherfucking fairy tale. I feel like I deserve mm-hmm. that. Shit. I feel like especially mm-hmm. as a black woman, like, give me that shit. Like I, mm-hmm. I want the pearls. I want the to pass on to my daughter. I want the, I want that shit. Like I, and you should have. You it. want to be treated as a possession, huh? You want to be treated like a possession. Not a possession. She wants to be appreciated and loved. I wouldn't say a possession because I'm a career woman. You know, I did put in all this work to become a lawyer. So I'm. Did I'm, you though? Know? <laughs> like, I, I have no. I graduate in May, y'all. Like that. Like I'm graduating real soon. So hell yeah. So at the end of the day, like to me, I'm not trying to be no kept woman. I'm not. I do want somebody that's gonna equal me because it's too late now. It's too motherfucking late. You should have caught me, scooped me up when I was in my teens and early twenties. But now that that's I got student loan debt and all this <laughs> shit, I'm a. I'm gonna be a career woman. So I definitely don't want to be no one's possession. Um. But um, I definitely you want somebody equally yoked as you, like they like to say, equally but yoked. I just want status. Like women say shit to each other, like "bitch, you can't keep no man," and "bitch, I got your man," and like it's gonna happen because he want mine. I didn't birth that man. And men don't do that to each other. I'll never see men talking about some. That's why you can't keep no woman. That's why you can't keep no wife. You know, I ain't gonna lie. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not gonna lie. It's funny that you said that. 
It's funny that you said it because they was just talking about how Halle Berry can't keep a man. And I was minding my business scrolling through the internet. And I found out G-Eazy had just broke up with whatever girl. I said, you know what? G-Eazy can't keep a bitch. And I was like, this is the first time I ever heard somebody actually say a man can't. That man can't keep a bitch. I don't give a fuck. Let's go, do the, let's keep go do the men that can't keep a bitch. Future can't oh, keep a bitch. Let's that, talk that, about that, it. That assumption, that assumption is a man don't want to keep them. And then, no, no, no. Because whenever, whenever we talk about women and they go through relationships, it's always that we're the problem. We can't keep a man. It's never flipped to ever figure that maybe the man is the problem. It's always like we're the problem. For example, people like to say something about Lori Harvey, and like you had mentioned, maybe she just don't like to put up with shit, and she was like, you get one chance, and she throw you out the door. Maybe I it's not being mean, kept. Maybe people have a low tolerance. Bullshit. Lori is not the problem because every time she got a man, it, you, it's better and better and better. Like the next man she get, I don't know, it might she might take Idris Elba from his wife. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, you never know though. She may end up with somebody all the way basic, but will treat her all the way right. That's true. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's true. That's true. That's true. Look that at is Serena true. And and her man. Okay. Who? Serena Who? Williams. Serena her- husband ain't basic. That nigga started right. No, I'm just, no, he looks like a basic white boy. No, he's like a nerdy. That's redundant. He's a nerdy white boy, <laughs> and but he treats her like because I, I was recently watching like her little Serena Williams things on on HBO, and that their relationship re- reminded me a lot of like me and Jim. Like, I'm go. sorry, but get you get you a little nerdy <laughs> white boy, y'all. I'm telling you, like that they treat you so fucking good. It's I mean. I digress. This is another topic, but um, mm-hmm. I'm team monogamy. I see the problems in it. It's easy to poke holes in that shit. Like, mm. like it's also easy to poke holes in condoms. I mean, it's easy. It's, it's easy to poke holes in any kind of relationship that's different, or even every relationship type has a problem. There's, there's negatives and there's positives to it. Um, but monogamy is what we survived this long because of monogamy. So I really can't. I'm not. I don't co-sign it. But I mean, we survived this long because of monogamy. We just gotta make sure it's the right kind of love, which means, as we were saying, this is a consensual right. kind of love. So we're we're trying to celebrate all the consensual love. Like monogamy, it's the status quo. It's it's what got us this far. And yes, like Shade said, there are holes in it, but it works for a lot of people. You can find your soulmate. And you be monogamous to that person your whole life just it's a beautiful sunshine, ray of sunshine. Mm. And then there's other ones that like to have several soulmates. Can't knock it. They find love where they find love. I could damn find sure. your love. Make sure it's a healthy love and it's a consensual love. I could damn sure don't have time for different people and and the temperaments and moods and ways. Like I um I couldn't be part of a of a thruple, a thruple. Because I don't want to be a thruple neither. Because right. first of all, like um, women, if you're close, like your period and shit starts syncing up. So it's like, like as a man with two women in a relationship, you're not getting no pussy. Like you're not, you're never gonna get no pussy. Not from, not from you two, but I'm definitely gonna get some. <laughs> I was, I was just and gonna say point. that. You like my point. The shit syncs up at the same time. So it's just but like, that's the other thing. I'm not living with my sister wife. We're not living together. We're not, we're not combined. First of all, I'm also one of those. Wife. I'm one of those people. I don't want to live with my significant other. Like I don't mind us being together two, three days, maybe a weekend, but I don't want to live with you. Mm-hmm. I have roommates that I created and they, they have priority. Even when they're old enough to move out, at that point, I definitely don't want to live with you. I waited damn near 20 years to have my own 
place to my own self. No. I said what I, I said. My issue, you can spend a night, issue, you spend a weekend. But you saying like you you want the consensual kind of love. That's redundant. I think all love is going to be consensual. No, 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 I want you to encourage the- my love. I want you to encourage me to like develop and foster and like love anybody, everybody who I think is going to be worth it, right? No, but it should be consensual though. The reason why I say that is that first of all, look, people get into relationships thinking that everything is monogamous. And when I say that consensual, like you're honest and upfront with this person who's like, look, I adore you. And mm-hmm. I, I, I like you, but I can't just be with you. And if this is not something you can deal with, you got to be able to say, okay, this person doesn't, it's not going to work for them. Do I want to compromise and see where this goes? Or do I'm like, no, let me just do my own thing. Like, it's not to say that you're but the third option is, Or the third option is encourage him, right? Like push him to do all of that. All of what? All of explore, explore all the love that you want to give to everybody else. If they want so, to, because some people don't want it. Some people are happy with being monogamous. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, listen, bitch, I'm not finishing you. This isn't gonna work. Oh, that, was, that, was, that was that was that was that was shot literally 17 minutes ago. <laughs> See, so some and, and there's men who don't they're not down with that. Is it different for men? It's a little different for them to cheat to them. They see like this, it's just sex. They don't think that a woman can just have sex. They think that we confuse sex with love or the simple idea of thinking of another penis going into the vagina that they was just in. They confuse that with you being in love because they feel like. It's a possession, everything. Like I've had, mm-hmm. my, my son's father explained this to me, like seriously, at the end of the day, like you're my baby mother. It's just thinking about you with somebody else is disturbing. I'm like, but sir, we, you've got kids. We see them running around. So, I mean, what, what are we going to do here? Well, you also don't know what kind of thoughts he's having about your thoughts. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, he said they disturbing thoughts. I mean- <laughs> like filthy as fuck type of thoughts. <laughs> That's true, but you know what? I feel like women sometimes we are partly to blame for that because we over really? here in here telling that these it's it's they pussy. How do oh, come I on, don't Jasmine. do that? Let's, I don't come do on, that. Jasmine, your no, hotel. Come on. Come on. Ah, that come is it. You learn in your twenties, by your thirties, you don't yell that yeah. out no more. You who's is this mom? I'm the when one that's I'm the one that takes it to the doctor. She mine. What do you mean, what you mean when, when we give it to you? It's yours. Only in this I, moment, like how, you how are leasing her for the time place? being, right? You leasing her for the time being. Now, but I'm also being leased in that moment too. Listen, if you rent something for rent to set, it ain't yours. It's rent to set, and it's in your house. And <laughs> they will come repo that through, shit. You don't pay. Come through. I gotta think about it. I, uh, go, go, go. I still be saying that shit. I still be lying, talking about yeah, she won. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching when you get, mm, girl, once you hit 35, you're going to stop saying that. I am like 35. Three years ago. She hit that shit three years ago. <laughs> I just turned 35 last month, okay? Did you say it, though, within, la- within the is- last month? Did you just say yes? Uh-huh. Wait, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't see Jim asking that question. I'm sorry. I can't see. Close your eyes. Ready? <laughs> Who's sick is this? <laughs> I love Jim Bean and I can't hear him say who pussy it's not, is this. Like, it's not that he be asking me. Sometimes I be lying. I just, just be, be telling you information. I be telling him like, oh, because I'm saying oh. I, I'm... <laughs> he's also not gonna ask because he knows it all about monogamy. You should get yourself oh. a nerdy white boy. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Don't to all your shit. That's not true because I tried to get Jim to do dominatrix one Halloween and he was not having it. Ah, you want him to dress up as a dominatrix? No, I wanted him to dress regular. Like, 
with regular everyday work clothes. I I want to have a whip with everything. He was like, um, no. <laughs> it's Wednesday, Shade. It's Wednesday. <laughs> so with us talk about love and as we're all seeing, you know, everybody has their love language. You know, there's five of them. And since this is Valentine's Day, if that person speaks your love language, you know, they're more like your soulmate. Yeah, y'all mesh a little more. Um, you'll definitely start feeling them feelings if they start doing these things that you like. So as I said, this five, then you know you got the words of affirmation because you know words have power. Mm-hmm. So these are the people that means, you know, oh, you're doing great, sweetie. I love you. I love oh, you. Oh, your ass look fat in them jeans. You know, things like that. Nice words of encouragement. <laughs> you know, those things matter. That's not me. I mean, I want to hear them sometimes, but they're, they're not of importance because I already think I'm flawed, so... <sighs> yeah. Acts of service is another one. This is the acts to speak louder than words. You know, it's the little things. For example, we're about to start studying for this bar exam. And if you see I'm a little stressed out and you pour me a drink and make me a sandwich, that means the world to me. It's those little things. It's not materialistic things. You all got to go out there. Yeah. And like go if I wake up with my dick in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I love you. Suck it. That's an act of service. <laughs> Isn't it? Or these, yeah, I'm not so distracted just now. Or these shots <laughs> yeah. I just made. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, stop. Oh, okay, let's move on. <laughs> Receiving gifts. Again, this is not materialistic. It's just enjoy being gifted with something that's both physical and meaningful. Like Sade likes flowers. I don't like flowers because I feel like they're a bad representation of your love because they die a week later. Give me a teddy bear. <laughs> Give me some fuzzy slippers, things of that nature, you know, little things. I actually love flowers because they die. Because I feel wow. like I can't, I can't. You morbid bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep a plant alive to save my life. So it's like when I when I you give me flowers, we all know they're gonna die. You know what I mean? So right. it's not like it's my fault I killed it. But if you give me a plant and you come to my house a week later and the plant is fucking dead. And you're like, oh, you killing the plant. Nah, nah, nah. My aunt was already dead when you gave, as soon as you gave me the flowers, they were dying. Exactly. Once you cut them, they start to die. So no expectations there. You know, little stuff, receiving little gifts. There's also quality time, you know, spending time together, getting that person's undivided attention. Netflix and chill. Yeah. And then there's physical touch, you know, feeling love when they receive physical signs of affection, hugs. I needed a hug at one time. And then I grew up, so yeah. <laughs> That's when you grew up? When you needed a hug, you didn't get it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when I realized that that whole monogamy wasn't working out for me too well. Because if I was so polyamorous, I could have went and got my hug. It was at that moment, you needed <laughs> options. Mm-hmm. But then oh. I could have went and got my hug, you know? But yeah, things happen. So those are the five love languages. Then what do you think the one that speaks to you? I want to hear from Tisha. Tisha, what's your love language, girl? um i like quality time um i don't really receive gifts so i'm not even used to getting gifts so that doesn't really matter to me um i love acts of service um words are just words um how you show your love is really important to me um even though words of affirmation are are good sometimes you need reassurance i'm more of what you do as far as what you say and this touching thing for me is kind of when I want it. Like, I have this thing with personal space. I feel like 
that's the only thing in this world that I have that belongs to me, honestly. Um, so when a man just is all in my space and just on top of me, like I've threatened dudes for touching me. Like I've gotten up and left because the dude was too close to me. Like, I don't know if it's a mental issue I have, but the physical thing all the time, um, it bothers me. Um, but if I'm into you that way, then I'm, I'm all for it. So that that's how I feel about it. You do understand that you keep asking for my address for the last like two weeks. Well, that's because I need to get into your house. I'm just saying. I just want to be in your house. I didn't say I wanted to touch you. you. I just said I wanted to go to your house. You're not doing that. I just said I wanted to go to your house. I didn't say I needed to be on you and touch you. I just wanted to go to your house. I not allow the abusers to be back in my space. I have not abused you. Oh, you know why? Because he said he had a dollar. Hold up. First of all, that dollar is an accident. Here we go. Now she's alive. <laughs> now welcome to life no bitch. no because no what, what i was doing was that i was just internalizing everything everyone was saying i hate to just speak and then i don't know what i'm talking about like i just needed to understand where everybody was coming from and i just that's what i do at first so I, I tend to be quiet sometimes but i'm, I'm, I'm awake now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you the nerve the nerve of him Mitchell, what's your love language? Oh, it's all of them. I like getting gifts that are really thoughtful with, you know, really thoughtful words that you took time to pick out and get wrapped, even though I told you to get it for me, because it shows that you're listening. <laughs> you can take directions. And the, the act of service in actually acknowledging and manifesting what I want and desire. And so here I sit without any of the shit that I asked for for my birthday from either one of you hoes. But but wait, where was he at on my birthday? His phone. Oh my God. Your phone was off the whole day. You understand? On this November is never about you. <laughs> well, I just made it about me. No I just made it about me. <laughs> November 29th, 2020, your phone was off. Yo, Thanksgiving in my family is a week week long tradition. Whatever. Shade. You say my gifts. Well, wait. Gifts. We talking about love languages. <laughs> what? And what I say mine was gifts um all of them you said all of them um but it makes sense right like what, what i'm saying like i i have seven stepchildren and so you um, can't really claim them I'm, that though because i'm still recovering from fucking Jim has not yet to graduate <laughs> i had to buy gifts for them children <laughs> um then the birthdays then everybody then it was like christmas then it was birthdays um, when I go over to gym house this weekend, it's somebody's birthday. Like I, I it's Valentine's Day, right? No, but it's also um his son's birthday. So we're gonna be celebrating the birthday and Valentine, and it's a lot. So I. And what am I? Chop liver. Um, I figured outside <laughs> was closed, so that was my excuse. Um, last year, you know, Tisha and I definitely. Tried to make a birthday special for you, but I didn't see you this year, like not in person. So I love. All right, so I get twice the gifts this year, next year, <laughs> when you graduate <laughs> and married. <laughs> um, but just since we're talking about uh, me, uh, my love language is gifts. I give gifts, and I like, and I expect to receive gifts. Um, you're alive. You spent the last 10 minutes explaining why you didn't give me nothing. <laughs> and, my and my explanation was because I was busy giving other giving gifts. Whatever, yo. Whatever. Whatever. 
I was, I was giving right. out so many but gifts. He's going to help you graduate law school now. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's all the gifts. Um, and I definitely um, like, I also am an access service person too. Um, I like to cook for the people that I love and, um, you know, make sure they're fed, nourished, bring them little snacks, um, you know, just take care of people. So, yeah, I would have to say it's uh, gifts and and um, acts of service. That act of combination is just some picky. It's past everything. I mean, I don't, the, the, the physical touch is, um, yeah, because people like to rub on me and afterwards, it's like, when they don't fucking touch me. I don't like that all the time. Like, I don't want to be touched all the time. Um, as far as affirmations, I had I needed affirmations very few. Well, now it's less that I need the affirmations, just more so. Hey, how you doing? And just like a quick hey, how you, I don't need the oh my god, beautiful. I don't need all that. Just a quick good morning. I don't need a good morning text every day. Just maybe once a week works for me because you know life yeah. happens. Um, gifts are nice. Yeah, gifts are awesome. I just. They don't have, I, I prefer meaningful gifts. So like, I just don't want you to come out here and buy and not a bag. I don't want that. I could buy myself a bag. Like get something that you will see and say, yo, I thought about you. Like somebody got me a dream catcher and I thought that was like the most precious gift ever. Um, it probably didn't cost much, but I love it. So things like that. Yeah, it works. Mm-hmm. My I favorite, think all of them. My favorite gifts I got this holiday were bags. I'm the opposite. <laughs> All right, I'm about to put a car bag. Huh? Huh? Yes. Sorry, I was so excited because I'm trying to get another one, but they just don't never work for me. I can't never get up there. I don't know. Sorry. Got that shit. It was weird. It was when I moved out. It was actually the week after I moved out here. I was on vacation because I moved and I saw that they was like, oh, the bubble gum is popping up. I was like, let me see if I'm gonna get this. And I got it. I was like, fuck it. It was pink. It's a bubble gum pink bag and I'll be rocking it. Yes, I do. With my wine color fur coat looking like money. Walk around Harlem. And they're like, can I get a dollar? I'm like, I don't carry cash. Walk around here looking like money. <laughs> I was in all pink today too, so you good. <laughs> you all the way good. Bam. Did you guys read the articles that Sade had sent out? No. I this is the worst book club I, ever. I quit. I, I, I quit this fucking article, book club. Right? And then I didn't even read the article she sent back. I'm so sorry. I did read the article. And it, and it talked about... Which one? Which one was it? Um, the, the one, the first one. Okay, wait. I'm going to pull it up because I actually have it. Was a, which was a PDF. And it was talking about like um, what monogamy is not that's what stood out uh, to me yeah, in the yeah. and so what monogamy is not yeah what monogamy is not because like I guess what polyamory is not right sorry what polyamory is mm-hmm. not my bad um because you know people had like a lot of misconceptions and i was um and you know it's not just always about sex um and one of the things that stood out to me was like how it can be really lonely they said polyamory can be lonely that was mm-hmm. one of my like greatest takeaways. You have all these people around. It's like you ever say you ever see somebody like I'm alone in a crowded room. Yeah. It could be like that. Like you could have all these people in your life, but somebody's then still not feeding you. You know what I mean? Like they're not feeding mm-hmm. your soul. They're not feeding what you need. And so it could be lonely. I could I could see that happen. I think Mitchell touched on that because you were saying something, Mitchell. 
it just to me seems like you know people are thinking like hey if you're in a polyamorous relationship and like say you're a couple and then you invite a third like there's something wrong in your relationship mm-hmm. or you can be honest with people that's what I was going to say when you whatever you said I can't remember exactly what you said but it had me thinking that you can be honest with people so much so that they shy away from the mm-hmm. idea of engaging with you in that poly uh, amorous relationship. They kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, like, you know, make some, some people rather the lie. So like going back to monogamy and saying how monogamy is, um, is like has problems with infidelity and divorce. And, and then you also have the notion of the serial monogamous, right. Who just can't be by themselves. And is always in this relationship. I mean, but is that the serial monogamous are, I think that's kind of similar to, because you don't give yourself time to have a break. Like you get out of one relationship and then you get into another. Mm -hmm. So you don't even really get a chance to kind of breathe in between it. And you're jumping from one relationship to another. So it's kind of like polyamorous. Being polyamorous. It's also like like reflecting and learning from what it was that rendered that entire past relationship fucked up and ineffective. It's like you was with Josh for six months and now you're with Jacob. And yeah, but his first like, we just also. saw Josh last weekend, like. <laughs> but I think I want to be clear, like this concept of feeling alone and lonely isn't just for those who are engaged in polyamorous relationships. I think that one of the articles that I sent you talks about like this is something that is part of human nature, right? Like nobody can make you feel lonely. So it doesn't really matter what kind of relationship that you're engaged in. Mm-hmm. It should be that article. Loneliness starts with <laughs> loneliness starts within. Because like Sha said, you could be, it's it's not connecting. I think that's what loneliness is, not connecting with people, not being able to to share with someone. Like, you know how like they're like, oh, you know how people be like, oh, if you ever need me, call me. And, but you never fucking pick up the phone, you never fucking call because you don't feel like you can. I don't know, like, if that's, that's what it means to me, like, when they say polyamory is lonely, it's like, you could have different people, but they're not giving you everything you need, or it's a shallow connection, mm-hmm. or um, it's, it could be just sexual, or whatever it is, but something is missing. Something. But you also gotta be, you have to be in this because that's what you think works for you, not because maybe you are hurt by someone not because maybe you think this is the easiest way for you to have your cake and eat it too. Like this is something, this has to be something that you've thought about and invested in and think that this works for you. Like if you just want to be out here slurring and in the streets, then just slurring in the streets. Don't, don't say I'm down with this polyamorous. I just want to have sex with everybody. Just say it and be real with it and be like, yo, there's nothing else here. But if you honestly looking to have connections with two or three people, or you find that you have these connections with these two or three people, then that's the time to kind of think about it. Maybe this is some polyamorous type thing. We need to have this conversation because I feel a connection to all of you just in a different way. And I don't want to lose any of these connections because you may not be happy with this. You know what I mean? So you can start out as Lauren, but it could also develop into further, deeper connections. Than but just be honest in your slurring is all I'm saying. Don't don't slur out there with the intention to slur and have Ain't these no people thinking. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that sounds like to me, Loki? Like being single, like motherfuckers who be like that. If you're gonna that, 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 that sounds like to me. But polyamory is not being single though, because you're talking to these people. Y'all have a connection. Y'all have an understanding that this is. It's not. It's a non-monogamous relationship. 
Right. Right. It's, it's a consistent relationship, right? Exactly. So it's not a single. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But when when you're talking about just you know swarming around, right? That sounds to me like what a lot of single motherfuckers do. Yeah, like, single motherfuckers don't have. If that's what your plan is, if you slurring your plan is to be do. single. Some single motherfuckers have repeat hits. Oh no, but you could you could explore. You have re it's single and oh, single. Like whether we if you gotta sit down and have this conversation or whether we conversation, y'all been single and you single now while y'all having this conversation. Because <laughs> you should have to have that conversation. Do not change your Facebook status. I'm not with it. I would actually not, I prefer not to be on nobody's Instagram because I'm about to be a lawyer and I have my own. So don't be post me as your boo. I don't need that in my life. Also. Part of the issue I have also I prefer us to all be open and what these things are is I don't need you to post me and then I got three chicks in my inbox or my DM to my I want to come to you. I'm coming to you as a woman because you'll be talking to your motherfucker self. That's what you're going to be doing. And I'm about to embarrass you because you took the time out to come to me as a woman, dummy. And I already knew what we going. You the one that didn't understand. You didn't ask the right questions. I knew what I was getting into and you going to try to play me to I use the dumb bitch. I knew what I was getting into and now you in my inbox. Upset. Damn. Don't do that. <laughs> I am. I hate that. I hate that coming in my end back to my coming to you as a woman. Woman to woman. She was. I don't owe you nah, shit. We fucking the same man. dick at this point. We fuck. Fuck me all the way up. In fact, she's a hundred percent sure. We're not doing this. We talked about this last time. We're and not I doing this. I argue with her holding a baby with eyes like yours. She said it's show child. Let us avoid. The, the the laws. Hey, why is Mitchell's picture smizing at me? Like that shit is looking at He's me. giving Tyra. Like, bitch, are you done singing? But are you done singing though? <laughs> <laughs> I'ma come back, bitch, when you're done. I think the main issue with polyam the main aspect of polyamory is the communication and that is the consensual that all parties know what they're getting into. When you are here cheating, you lying to someone. If not to yourself, like and you know, if you have to lie, then you know that you're cheating. So I guess that's the bigger issue. If you have to lie in a the relationship, then you know that it's not a monogamous relationship anymore. Yeah, I need to but have that like, conversation. That's like the thrill of the hunt. Like that's the shit that makes it exciting. It's the cheating part. But here's the thing: it's also you and your partner have to define cheating Me? because I'm saying well, him, not you him. partake, but I mean you. <laughs> Him is you, Mitchell. He got me all distracted right now, but you know what I mean. Because what one person might consider cheating is not what the next person considers cheating. You know what I mean? Yo, this is why I can't fucking talk to lawyers because y'all be having some fucked up definitions, some kind of like different well, remix Merriam-Webster dictionary. Huh? What's cheating? All right, everybody. What, what's cheating in your opinion when it comes to your partner? What do you consider cheating? Entertaining these motherfucking hoes. <laughs> Entertaining what? these hoes when I is that wait is that liking a Facebook status liking an Instagram post? Yeah, what, like what that's is that entertaining? Listen, I need to know. I said entertaining these hoes. Nene, I need you to clarify. And and what I mean by that is you sitting here smiling in a bitch face, having a bitch think that she won up in me, that she <laughs> that she winning, that she anything. Any motherfucking thing that you doing and you taking it too far, where if I find out, I'm gonna be pissed off about it, is fucking cheating. That means if you sitting there texting a hoe, entertaining her, going back and forth with her, keep keep smiling with the bitch. Smiling at her booty. 
I'm just smiling her booty. Kissing the bitch, touching the bitch. She's me. Anything that's going to entertain this hoe is cheating to me. That's cheating to me. You don't have to fuck her. Yeah, but anything I do is going to get you big mess. So it feels like it's always going to be cheating on you. Well, then don't fucking do it. Don't do shit then. Well, then we're done. That's Peace. That's why we're not together. Good luck with the rest of your four years at University <laughs> of Phoenix. Um, Entertaining these hoes. That's what I feel like. I feel like if, 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 if a girl call you or some shit in the middle of the night and it's like one time it's an emergency or whatever, when you, it's, it's you keep doing it, when it becomes mm. disrespect, when it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of emergencies. Like you know she that? goes through a lot of emergencies. Well, then at that point, what you, you got to call somebody else. Why are you calling my man? Point, what you're doing is entertaining her. You are making her feel comfortable that she could pick up yeah. the phone and call. Because you've been solid before. So why, why can't I keep relying on you? Because you, that's not your bitch. So you you have no responsibilities to that hoe. You don't owe that hoe shit. So then the first time there's an emergency, don't, don't give in. Like, no, I said, I, like I said, one time, that's it. That's it might be an emergency. What time is fine with me? I might understand it that, that one motherfucking time, right? Mm-hmm. But I said, when it becomes persistent, when it's when y'all sitting there smiling, laughing, kikiing, you know what I'm saying? To me, it's like, the fuck you smiling and laughing with this bitch for? Because it's a funny conversation we having. Okay, one motherfucking time. But every motherfucking day, y'all, every day y'all smiling, every day y'all laughing. The fuck y'all? This bitch right, wait, wait, wait. rents a fucking, why don't you fucking stream a movie, bitch? Okay? Did you say rent a movie? I was going to say stream it, rent it, whatever the fuck you want to do. Pay-per-view it. I don't give a fuck. But do something besides look for my look to my man for entertainment. Damn. I mean, talking about possessive as fuck. But she's telling you what it is, so. Yeah, she's like, you, you saying this bag right here. Do we, have any, bag. Yeah, do we have any other definition of what is considered cheating other than entertaining these hoes? That's, that's called entertaining. And you or that bitch gonna die. Maybe both. I don't know. Jim, don't entertain these hoes. You got one time. You got one time to answer the phone at some weird hour of the night. Okay, um, anybody else got a definition of cheating <laughs> that does not include entertaining these hoes? Like shy and scared for Jim. <laughs> nah, Jim's more like a PBS though, so it's not really entertaining. It's more educational. That bitch needs to enroll in classes, Dan. University of Phoenix, always open. It's not the University of Jim, bitch. He is not a. This is not a yeshiva. Jim is not. This is not a yeshiva. He's not a professor. But you, you are the mascot, though, aren't you? I can't say what particular actions will be cheating, but if you have to lie oh, or hide. Or go off into the next room to have a conversation, or you feel the urge to delete text message exchanges. If it's something that you think will make me upset, then it's probably cheating. Simple as that. If you know that it will make you upset if it was a different exchange, then it's probably cheating. So for me, it's like, listen, just be real. If you see a chicky mm-hmm. like, yo, I wanna fuck her, tell me that. So I know where we stand and I can make a, a decision for myself. My pet peeve and one of the things I don't like about relationship and a big thing about cheating is that a decision is made for someone. The cheater makes a decision that they're going to cheat and you're just going to have to deal with this. They're going to hide it from you rather than tell you, okay, I fucked up or this is what I'm feeling. Like, especially a lot of people tend to cheat on with people that they work with. I don't know why you will shit where you eat, but people do it. So you spend time with those motherfuckers. That's uh, yes, you do. And because they become real close and, and you, they're there. Easy access, but it happens. 
And it's just, I would prefer you be honest with me. Like, listen, I've been spending a lot of time with so-and-so. And, you know, I feel like it's that urge to tell me this shit, nigga. So I know and I can make a logical decision for what I'm finna do. Because you gonna do what you gonna do. I can only worry about me. I just don't like just, the lying. If you have to lie, that means that you know you did something. And then you're making a decision for me when you lie to me because you're not telling me the whole story. You're admitting something from me. So now that I'm a lawyer, it's worse now. I know that you're admitting something. You're making a decision. Well, not so it's now. not even the full truth now, motherfucker. Well, not now. So I can't even make a logical decision. I don't got all the facts. That's not even a full statement of facts. Exactly. They, I, I so can't make a logical decision because I don't got all the facts. <laughs> no, it's because you're not logical. Actually, yes, I can. If you came at me and say, okay, I've been working, if you work with this chick and when we was beefing, you happen, she happened to be the show that you cry on. She's a good looking chick. She happens to be your type. For example, my baby father likes a Nia Long looking chick. So if this happens to be who's show that he crying on and you know, she like him too. She looking at him like he met the man. It's bound to be some stuff because adults are still, at the end of the day, instinctual creatures. And we have a habit of hopping on dicks and hopping in vaginas. It just happens like that. Do it on a I mean, like, I don't hop. I just dive in. See, that's even worse. <laughs> I know. I'm a, I'm a terrible ass human don't, don't go ahead first one day. I'm also sensitive as fuck. I'm also sensitive as fuck. So it's not like if you think it's cheating, then it's cheating. I think it's, if you think it's disrespectful, then it's fucking cheating. I, I, can, I can see that. Because if you think it's disrespectful, then yeah. Because then you just outright disrespect me. If you think it's disrespectful, you still do you outright disrespect me. You know, it doesn't have to be cheating or like cheating related. If you think it's going to be disrespectful to me, cheating and see this is people have to communicate that like you got to say this is what i think is cheating so that your partner know don't cross the line you can't cross the line if you don't know it's there tisha jesus christ oh i'm definitely praying for you sweetheart definitely praying for you who for which one of us uh mitchell (laughs) (laughs) definitely praying for mitchell that's disrespectful anyway it's not just like you disrespect my daughter. Um, what's what's your dif- what's your definition of cheating, Tisha? I don't know. Whatever the fuck pisses me off at the moment, because I may <laughs> see something. <laughs> it's the I truth. Know, I yeah. may see me and Tisha. At least we honest. Like we honest. Like uh, you honestly can't identify the shit that you. I can't. I, no. So anything that I pisses can't. you off at the time, you anything that pisses me off at the time because it's like I, I'm more. It's so funny because I I'm like a walking contradiction with like monogamy and all this other different stuff because there's certain things that certain people find fucked up or or um like oh that's so wrong and all this other stuff and then I would look at it like nah I don't really see it that way and they're looking at me crazy like threesomes um. Um, and they were saying how oh, they would never have a threesome with their boyfriend. And I'm just like, what? But that's the perfect person to have them in a threesome with is your man. Cause you, you experience something if that trust is there. Um, yeah. and then they were saying, well, I can't deal with another woman on my man, but you got to understand that's not, your man doesn't really want that woman. She's just an, an added thing to the sex. Like, you know, I've heard I've heard many stories about dudes that it's like, yeah, nah, I want my girl's pussy, but she's just there. Like it's just something, it's just it's just a little a little edible, a little sprinkle. But a lot of girls are like, no, no, no. So with me, I, I don't know, like I feel like a man has to be a man, unfortunately. Like I, I used to be I used to be the type of girl that's like, you better not look at a girl, you better not do this, you better not. And I used to find myself stressing. I remember this one dude was like, yo, you can't worry about what the fuck people do when you're not around like a person gonna do what they're gonna do 
You know what I mean? You just got to just not even worry about that. So I, I don't really worry about that. You know, I just know that when I step in the motherfucking room, these bitches better know what this is. Like, a person is going to like another person. There's like, like Shaniqua said, there's boundaries. Like, have your boundaries. Like, there's going to be conversations. Like, you just got to be realistic. You're going to be with a man forever. There's going to be conversations. He might crush on somebody. But bitch, know your lane and know your place. Like, you know you can't get with her. You know shit happens, especially at work. Shit happens. But I feel like as adults, you got, you got to discipline yourself. You have to know boundaries. So, I mean, it's hard for me to know what she... And because, listen, when I was in a relationship with my, my daughter's father, I most of, I used to be on the phone with niggas and tell him. Like, listen, I was on the phone with this dude, that dude. Like, I did something with a female when I was with him. He was in another room. So, I mean, I told them. I told him, like, yeah, no, me and such and such, we were doing stuff, and he was in the living room, and he was just like, well, that's kind of fucked up. How would you feel if I did it with a girl? And I didn't see it that way. I'm just like, yeah, but it's another girl. Like, you can't be mad at that. And he was like, no, but how would you feel if I did something with another girl? So he kind of, like, had a point, but I don't know. It's whatever, whatever mood I'm in. Like, I could be walking, we could be walking on the sheet. My man would be like, oh, yo, you see her ass? That shit crazy. I'll probably be like, oh, yeah, her shit crazy, too. But if I'm in a bad fucking mood I and I don't feel pretty, don't tell me her ass is fat because I'm going to get mad. So that's just that's just me. I am i don't know. I, I don't know what to consider cheating. Whatever is it like a daily memo, on. though, is to, like, your feelings so we know exactly where you <laughs> no, are? No, you just get what or... you... No, no, you just get what you're going to get. You, you just do not get a forecast. No, you just, when you do it, you just going to get it. And then that's just that. Like, don't, you should know my body language by now. If, you, if I'm not giddy, if I'm quiet and you tell me, oh, yo, her shit's fat. Don't fucking say that. Like, yeah. I, you, you was definitely quiet I, before you started speaking. And then you started sounding like DMX during this entire diatribe. So I get it. I get it. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just yeah. weird like that. I don't know. Well, he I, should don't, I don't know. Your vibe, and he should kind of know. Like today, he should know you. Today's not right. That. Yeah, like oh, why are you today, so like involved in the ass behavior? Yeah, not like why are you so involved with her ass instead of my feelings right now? Like it's just give or take with me. It's give or take with me. Sometimes I'm open to a lot of different things, and you know, I've been I've kissed on girls, and my dude. But who's in, giving? And who's taking? At me. I mean, I don't know. I just have, I'm just a, a woman of boundaries. Like I could, I, I could do the threesome, but bitch, that's it. We're, we're fucking you and you're leaving. Don't call me. Don't text me. We're not doing the emotional thing. I'm emotional shit just kills me. Like I just want to have one emotional connection with somebody. That's it. I just feel like y'all acted like I was crazy when I was like entertaining these hoes. But, because it was so vague. Like, it's so much. Like, what exactly? And then you broke it down. Been, so it wasn't just entertaining the whole Sade. You, like, broke down a whole novel of shit that Jim can't do. You know, I just, I, <laughs> I told y'all from the Jump Street, I'm an only child. I never had to. Me too. Toys. I'm an only child. Never had to share toys, let alone a fucking man. Like, I used to say slick ass shit to my fucking cousins when they was, like, trying to play with my shit. I was like, well, this is my fucking house. So, I mean, that's basically how I feel when it You comes understand, to- though, like, the expansion of that is, like, you get to have everything. It's not like you you want to share what you have. It's like you want everything. So why... I just want, <laughs> I just want my man. And what, for me, to me, everything is the relationship, the marriage, the kids, the house, the career. To me, that's everything. 
that's everything to me. Me too, Shade. Me too. I, I I'm the fairy tale girl. Like everything, but I just try to spice it up, sis. Like I want to go to Miami and I want to look at bitches with my man. Sometimes, like I want to sit there. I mean, like, and why can't we go to the mall? With you guys? I don't know. That's mad local. I'm not going to- I'll wait until you know this shit calm down. Ain't no real Valentine's Day and no pandemic. And yes, I know indoor dining is open on Friday, but let's be real. I'm tired of them complaining about not being able to service people and people out here down in these streets. So you're not entitled to my man. I'm gonna tell you the Uber Eats and I'm gonna Uber eat me some barbecue food and we go still in this bed and have some barbecue. How do you guys plan on celebrating Valentine's Day? Just on that note, I'm getting that quick nut. Uh, well, Shah had mentioned um, that you know, Governor Cuomo is going to uh, allow indoor dining. Um, and I feel like that is crazy. Um, I will not be dining in anyone's restaurant. It is actually like one of the biggest, busiest <laughs> times of the years for restaurants. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm going to be at home. I'm going to be doing something cute and sexy. Like I um actually made some chocolate covered strawberries. It's really easy to do, y'all. <laughs> okay. All you guys we had the whole conversation yes, because pre-pandemic, nobody had time to dip those strawberries in chocolate. Exactly. I get it. But now that you know you're home, like I remember seasonings being sold the fuck out. I never went down the spice aisle. And there was like no garlic powder, no onion powder. Like the fuck is going on? Everybody was home. We got food at mm. home. And so with that being said, you just buy yourself a little pack of strawberries. You buy yourself a pack of the little, um, the whatever chocolate you want, whether it's white chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate. Which you, one you getting? I, I'd use dark chocolate. It's better for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, hello, I'm dark chocolate. And let me just tell you, for all y'all out there, like, I feel like a black woman's pussy looks like a chocolate-covered strawberry. Like, Dude, it's nice and chocolate on the outside with that little pink on the inside, that red on the inside. I knew it was coming. So, I mean... Like a homemade one, though, right? Listen, <laughs> this shit is fucking... It's organic! Exactly. All my natural. I know all the ingredients that was put into it, Okay. And so, um, yeah, like I've just planned on relaxing with my man, chilling. Um, I, so I suggest that people do things to, to spice it up at home. Like, for example, you know, get you some candles, like a red candle. Is, okay, here we go. Um, the advertisements come on. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, like, <laughs> uh, red candles and pink candles are a really cute way to like jazz it up. Like, pink symbolizes like self love. So, if you at home, you a single woman, you having a ladies' night, light yourself some pink candles, do your little aromatherapy or whatever. If you are with your loved one, with your man, your significant other you know, light you a red candle that signifies passion, you know, so get creative at home, open up a bottle of wine or Hennessy, however you like to fucking do it, cook for each other, cook together, make that Netflix on, dessert, exactly, fill on my booty, like, feed me tacos and call me fucking pretty, like, the fuck, like, just get creative at home, people, there's tons of stuff you could do post-pandemic, tons of people you could do, that yeah, like said, apparently Tinder is popping. When they're not hiding me, they're telling me there's a swipe surge. So I don't know. But apparently Tinder's popping, people. Get out there. If you vaccinated, 
Get, you know, keep your mask on. Apparently, the restaurants have pods. So if you do want to go out and get and partake in the indoor dining that they have available, or if you're bold and it's not too cold and you want to do your outdoor dining, they have pods. You can make it a little romantic. I like how that rhymes. If you're bold and it's not too cold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, because, you know, I'm not outdoor dining. These these rats in New York City bold right now. I'm not outdoor dining. And then snow drifts the size of my hip. We not going out there. Mm-mm. Plus, I haven't seen enough of these cars accidentally hit some of them. Some of them outdoor. Yeah, I know I did. That's I right. It was things. definitely accidentally. It was did definitely accidentally. No, I had. I hit one. I hit um. I hit one of the 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 wooden things and like it scraped up the whole front of my car. But luckily, it it came out. But yeah, I definitely hit one of those. But what about the people that you hit? Were they okay? No, it was no one that was in there, so it was it was cool. <laughs> I, was happy. I was happy. There was no one in there. There was nobody. There was nobody around. Like I was like, oh my god, thank god. Oh, like, so nobody saw. You don't have a warrant. Nobody. Like, no, arrested. nobody saw. Right. No, no, no. Thank god. <laughs> thank god. I was like, oh. And it came off my car too. All the orange stuff that was on there came off, so I was happy. Gotta do what you gotta do. What you doing? Uh, Valentine's Day. That should have so far away. So my boo was like, oh, he wanted to go to Poconos or whatever, right? And then it was like, we didn't want to go to Poconos for the whole weekend. And so as you, it's the restaurant's biggest weekend, beginning of the year. It's the Poconos' biggest weekend. We was just trying to go for Friday. The Poconos was like, nah, bitch, you had to take the whole weekend. Nobody wanted the whole weekend. So we're going to stay here. We're going to make do with whatever's supposed to happen. Champagne, so uh, bathtubs in the Poconos is definitely going to be fucking dirty this weekend. Yo, and that's what we were looking at. I was like, yo, I, I've never been to the Poconos. And so he was adamant about going to the Poconos and getting that wine jacuzzi thing. And I was like, mm, first of all, I have a thing about that hotel. not comfortable. Yes. Don't, yes. I, it has a stem. So how the yes, fuck? It's, it's like a six it's foot. Steps. Because it's, it's this part and it's just a little hole. But it's like a six foot thing. Yeah, use your imagination. No, I have a thing about hotel jacuzzis. People don't do it. Your vagina is the self-cleaning machine. But if you put some shit in there. She'd be upset with you. Fuck up your flora. Don't do it. Do not do hotel in-room jacuzzis unless you clean them yourself. I don't think you should fuck in the water, to be honest. Like I, I wouldn't even get in the water. I'm gonna clean it first. Cause like when you're in when you're in the water, water doesn't go into your vagina. It keeps the water out. But once you put a penis, it now water. Wait, 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 wait. What's the point of getting in the in, in the jacuzzi if you're not gonna fuck? <laughs> I mean to talk. We gonna you know, we gonna, gonna talk. Rub up and rub up with you. Oh no! Like how was it day? And then we gonna get out and fuck. I'm not fucking in the. I mean, I fuck in the shower, but I'm not fucking in the. That is a shower. I don't. Nah, want the jacuzzi is um submerged. Like I don't want soap and shit in my pussy. But here you are anyway. This has totally went left for a lot of Who the fuck wants soap in their pussy? But actually, this, this does have something to do with love, people, because you want your girl's flora to be of the utmost optimum situation. So don't put things in the vagina. That includes chocolate-covered strawberries and whipped cream. Do not put those things in the vagina, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep it on the top. Like, you know, if you want to put whipped cream and all that shit... Keep it on the top part. Of yes. The- do not. Don't don't get it inside the lips, y'all. No. She may taste sweet, but she can't do it with sugar. That's why y'all hoes be fucking 
having yeast infections and all types <laughs> of BV and shit. Like that's why I'm telling you, I don't got none of them problems. You know why? Because I ain't fucking while I'm submerged in water. I'm just saying. But aren't you a mermaid? Wait, but but make sure if you guys use dildos to wash them because I made that mistake one time and I paid dearly for it. Thank you for letting them know because it's still going in the vagina. Mitch, you stop it. It's going in the vagina, okay? You have to wash it. Was it because it wasn't yours and you used somebody else's or? No, 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 no. I used my own. I went and I, I was trying to be cute. I was looking for a dildo. And I definitely, I went on Amazon, first of all. Who the fuck goes on Amazon? But I did. I went on A Amazon. lot of people. A lot Wait, of but usually bro. didn't Apple, no, but it's Apple and Eve. What was it? Apple and Eve or Adam and Eve or whatever. Some sexual <laughs> website that usually you go on. But I did go on Amazon. No, what and I went and got the, it's like Adam and Eve or something and Eve. I forgot the name. Oh, you, you probably know which one it is. Yeah, Mitchell is typing that shit right now. He looking. He sure is. But wait, so now. <laughs> I I go I buy it. It was a it was like the it was like a glittery one. I I didn't even get the regular one. I got the glittery shit. It's just like so I used it. Didn't wash it. Lord, oh, like the first time you used it. Oh, and then so I'm on the train and this is real life shit. One thing about me, I'm very open with my vagina stories. Like we're women, we have you know one thing. Me and Sade, we talk about that shit all day. So I'm sitting on the train. I'm smelling all good, but I'm smelling something. I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? I'm like, is that me? So I'm sitting on the train. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm, I'm going to work. I'm going to work. And then um, I ended up using the the, the instrument <laughs> in both holes. So I use it in both holes. And now my ass is hurting me. Now my ass starts to hurt me. And I ended up fucking up my whole vagina and ass. Like, I ended up getting hemorrhoids and I ended up fucking busting my shit all the way open. So I had to go to the doctor and I went to the doctor. I went to City MD and, you know, I was humming and the lady was like, um, did you wash the dildo before you used it? And I was just like, nah, I didn't, I didn't wash it. She's like, oh no, you're always supposed to wash the dildo before you use it. I mean, it's just, it's just embarrassing, honestly. And you, you fucking stink and just wash your fucking dildo. Like, seriously, wash your dildo. It is just, yeah, it was embarrassing. So, that's not right. You live and you learn. I remember when I was like young in my 20s and I let somebody, you know, put it in my butt and then they put it in my vagina. Your butt. Oh. And then they're from the butt back to the vagina. And that's not good. The, and my doctor was like, listen, the bacteria that's in your butt don't be in your vagina. So, you know, I mean, you just take, you know, your little, your pills, you, you live, you learn and, you know, just know now. Cause I'm, and I feel like I see this shit a lot on porn. I see that a lot on porn, but you know, I guess with porn stars, they have like the doctor ready to go and they just always taking, you know, pills and shit. So for them, uh, I guess they just take preventative measures you know mm-hmm. but a lot of times you know there is that back door action and then they sw- switch it back to the front and you can't do that like you if you let's, go- let's just put let's, let's just be real here back let's just be real here and most people aren't porn stars so people let, let's let's take this love episode to let you know that porn is not how people have sex so no, please it's don't not. roll up on your girlfriend expect her to be doing twists and turns and fucking circus delay on the penis. It's not gonna happen. You may be lucky, your little Cardi B. We might ride your dick in some big tall heels, but ain't nobody being no porn star, sir. 
We don't got time for that. And vaginas ain't built for that. You're not paying us $1,500 for this five minutes of fun. So if you don't stop your bullshit and do this missionary or hit it from the back in the spooning position and be happy, let us do this. But I'm saying, though, it's like have a little bit of ambition. I'm not Circus Soleil. I have my set situations that work for both of us. I mean, I'm all right with bringing brothers to circus. So, like, give me that kind of I'm not Circus Soleil, especially not after a long day at work. If I done sat there all day and dealt with people and their lack of intelligence, and you think I'm going to come home and twirl around on your penis and putting my leg up like Circus Soleil. Which is why I wouldn't hit you up during lunchtime. No. So now, now you fucking up. Excuse me? First of all, my vagina do her own tricks, so I don't have to do any. So let me just put that out there. My vagina does her own tricks, so I don't have to. Like the exorcist? She she knows how to get attention. She knows how to say, come over here. She good. Listen, my sex life is amazing. I am having the best sex of my life right now. Um, Right now, right now? I'm not. I have to wait till I'm cleared by my... Um, and Jesus. I had a procedure done, so unfortunately, and I asked her, like, I legit asked her, like, you know, when I had the surgery, and she was like, do you have any questions for me um, right before I went into surgery? And I was like, well, you know, um, because the surgery, the surgery was on February 1st, so I'm like, okay, two weeks, ow, Valentine's Day. So she's like, two weeks, that's when I'll clear you, okay. So I'm like, you know, Valentine's Day. And she was like, she just started busting out laughing. Her and the nurse started laughing at me. And they was just like, um, no, like, um, you will not be seeing me um, on the before Valentine's Day. So unfortunately, uh, no. You'll see me right after. You'll see me right after. Day. So there will be none of that. But as my best friend says, your mouth work, though. <laughs> now I wouldn't touch singing. You know what? Jim don't mind when I say do it on the dick, do it on the dick, do it. Hey. <laughs> so now that we've done and spoke about this love episode, everyone enjoy your Valentine's Day. Make sure you keep an open line of communication open with your significant other or others, depending on how you rolling. Mm-hmm. You know, don't lie. Don't be out here lying. Be real. Because you never know. People may be with your shits. I know sometimes I'm with the shits. So everyone have a safe, consensual, and blessed Valentine's Day. Yes, and be safe, y'all. Okay, please be safe. Don't be out here making no baby. Boring. That you don't want. You know, if you if you want one, do it. Um, and just do it on the dick. Wrap it up. But yes, do it on the dick. Do it on the dick. Do it on the clit. Do it on the whatever you want. Do it on the toy, but wash it first. You know, whatever makes y'all happy, y'all. Oh, and if anybody is in any polyamorous relationships and would like to give us some insight, maybe end up on the show, you know, let us know. And it's a wrap, folks. That was a lovely, lovely episode of Bar Study Podcast where we discuss love, love, libations. You could catch us on Instagram at Bar Study Podcast. And our email is barstudypodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow me at theratchetprofessional.com. And remember, folks, we do not give out legal advice. Good night.